Hey. Deeds, what's up? What's up? Not much. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? I sure can. Okay, great. How you doing? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. Yo, yo, yo. So I hit you because I needed to know, did you finally watch, because you know we were talking about it the other day, did you see Dear White People? Yes, the second season, second I finally, season. yeah, I finally yeah. finished it. All right, all right, all right. Finally, mm-hmm. man. Finally, because you know how it was. It was like, oh, no, it took us an hour and a half to watch the first one, Hubbay and I to watch the first one, and then I couldn't watch it because we had to watch it together, right. and then he would tell me, oh, no, go ahead and go ahead and watch it. It's fine, and he was already like six episodes in. Just- <laughs> 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 oh, oh! Don't worry about it. You can watch it by yourself. No, goodwill. He didn't already watch the whole ep- the whole season. <laughs> that's so that's so crazy. The shade was so real. So I'm like, you know what? And then he gonna say, "Oh, you ain't finished it yet." I'm on the last episode. Like what? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. So yeah, trying to play it off like he ain't watched it, been watching it the whole time. <laughs> no, he he, uh, he he definitely said, "Go ahead and watch it." But we we did finally finish it. It's good. All right, all right, okay, cool, 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 cool. So, I'm actually sitting here with Nicole because yes, we watched that's... we watched it together, right? Uh-huh. So you and Mike watched it as well. So we might as well like all four of us just kind of talk about it together. What do you think? Uh, yeah, let's do that. Now, yeah. here's the thing. Though. I don't even know how this is going to go because there was so much. I know this season. Like, whew, it might First... take us a couple. A couple. We might have to break this up into different segments or something because. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's the reason why we got all four of us on here, so that you know, I'm sure between all four of us, we'll capture everything. I feel like you know? every episode was packed with so much goodness. <laughs> like, let's do the first three episodes. Go. You know. <laughs> yeah, but we'll see. I mean, let, I guess we can just talk about the things that stood out to us and just kind of go. From there. All right. Go. Cool. No doubt. No, no. yeah. Shout out to Netflix for giving us the whole season at once. So mm-hmm. we can binge watch it on our time. I, I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. <laughs> That's first and foremost. Themselves, man, digging a hole. They got to keep cranking out content because they created the binge watching culture. Fantastic. You're absolutely right, man. You're on top of it. Mike, it's good to hear your voice, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I saw it all nice and clear. <laughs> 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 all right. So I got Nicole. Nicole's here as well. Hey y'all. Queen. What's up, my friends? What's up? <laughs> and Carter's here too. Hey Carter. Hi. Hi. <laughs> All right, man. So well, we left off in season one. The wild craziness was going on, man. Like the whole situation with uh uh with with the with the fire. As well as the the whole um, the whole party situation, mm-hmm. the, you know, with the white folks having a party, the black face party, the black face party, and yeah, man, it was it was crazy. Say it again. Homeboy knocked the window out. Yeah, he, that's right, knocked the window out as well. So all that happened at the end of the season, and we were mm-hmm. left with a cliffhanger. Like, I don't know where this is gonna go after this. Mm-hmm. To be honest, mm-hmm. I didn't even think they were coming back. Let's be let's be real. I didn't know if they were gonna get you know get that second uh to, to get that opportunity to actually come back for a second season, but I'm glad that they did. Yeah. So as always, Lita, what do you think? What do you think? 
What did you think? We said that again. I said, as always, I'll let you start off. What did you think? All right. What did I think? Overall, the second season to me was packed with so much. Um, it was it was packed with so much that's going on today as far as the black community is concerned. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, it took us. These are a half an hour episodes, and it took us an hour and a half to watch the first one because we kept pausing it like talking to each other and like getting our opinions about, you know, what was going on. So I don't, I don't really, eh, I don't even know where to start. Like, where do we start, babe? Where do we start? I feel like this season was just <clears throat> way more real and connected to, uh, I guess, relevance in terms of what's going on today. Like right. the first one was like, Oh man, here is overarching black culture and some of the struggles we have to deal with. But this one was like there were a lot more directed jabs at things that are going on like today versus overarching black story. You know? Yeah, I feel that. I, I definitely agree with that. I think uh, they they were a lot very conscious of all the different uh, aspects uh, of culture that's going on. Uh, not even just pop culture, but just like culture in general. Man, it was. Just just being in America today, in Trump's America, life has been so different in the last couple of years. Yeah. You know, and so to be able to have a show that actually tried to talk about the issues uh, while, while still being entertaining. I, I got to give them, if I, if I were to, to rate it, I'd I give it like a solid eight and in, in how they were able to, to capture that, but then also keep me entertained on the whole thing. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, cause the cause some of the story just kind of dragged on a little bit, uh-huh. you know, and and I and I was a little confused. But then it then there was part of this parts of the story that just went way fast. Like, wait, 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 what happened? Like, like the whole storyline with the dad. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that could have been filled out a little bit more. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Could have been filled out a little bit more. Yeah. Uh. So so as a story, I just I I really like what they did this year. I mean, with this season. You know what I mean? What do you think, Nicole? Yeah. I agree. Um, I'm wondering when the reckoning will come about Sam's character. Mm-hmm. I think that she's really selfish. And mm-hmm. though she is the catalyst and the center of everything that goes on on the show, I think she needs to be there. There needs to be something that holds her accountable for the way that she behaves because mm-hmm. it's not cool. <laughs> Well, you know what? I think we got a little bit of that, and I, I hopefully, and sees if there's a season three, we can get more of it. But the um, the lady, the the news anchor, the at the end when she was kind of reading her about oh yeah yeah right 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 right, right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, side note we we should have definitely started this with like spoiler alert. Yeah, I mean, at this point, at this point, I think like people who actually listen to this segment should already know that this is already a spoiler alert. You know what I mean? Because right. we're already talking about stuff that we watch. And there's no way to really tell if people have watched it at the same time as us or, you know, so like, but but I guess you're right, Mike. In, in essence, sorry, everybody, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Let's just say it for the sake of saying it. You're right. Yeah, but but back to what I was saying, like Nicole, you're right. I think, but I do think we got a little bit. Uh, we got a little taste of, 
of someone reading and and reading Sam's life because she she was she went in that situation with Angela Simmons' character just ready to just you know go in and and say whatever she wanted to say and you know but she could already read her before she even got there and it was like you know what girl we already there and I just decided to go a different route to make that money so you know I think to Nicole's point I think Gabe did that a little Gabe is his name right her boyfriend Gabe yeah I think he did that right more than she because Mm -hmm. that's where he actually she actually got told about herself because everybody just kind of took I think this season was a lot about telling her about herself because Joe told her about herself, or Jay Pierce. Jay, her best friend told her about herself. You know, Gabe told her about herself. Right. She started to feel a little bit more that, yo, you just be out here lashing out, folks be on eggshells around you because we don't know what's going to come out of you next. So, maybe in the third season, like you said, Nicole, they'll expand on that a little bit more and, you know, she'll be a little more remorseful, mm-hmm. especially since, you know, her dad and that situation there. He just passed you know. away and everything. I, I feel you. I, I think I, I have two feelings about that. Like, first, I feel like she's been able to kind of get away with this. And I don't know if this is intentional or not, but, like, she's half white. And uh, people have the ability to get away with stuff without, like, any any consequences. You know what I mean? And 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 I think there, there's something to say towards that. Like, maybe with her doing it unconsciously is not even paying attention to the privilege that she has being half white. Right. I don't know. I'm just kind of throwing it out there. But but outside of that, I think also the the coming of age of her as the main character of this story. Um, you know, when I, when I think back to when I was in college, there was hella lessons learned where I was being where I was kind of oblivious at first to a lot of different things, but then came to knowledge of self and, and my responsibility and my roles. And how I play a part in of things that are kind of falling apart in my life or actually coming together in my life at the same time. Like how much control I have over that. Um, but but it doesn't happen without the right people around you to kind of make that happen. And, I, and I'm seeing that. So they're, play, they're telling so many stories at once, like the coming of age while you're in college, but then dealing with the, the black white issue and, and the in between. What does it look like uh, being biracial? What does it look like for black mental health? You know what I mean? Talk about Reggie. I think Reggie is my favorite character of the show. Mm, mm. <laughs> Reggie's my guy. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. And, it, and it, it, it really hurt to see him struggle, you know, the way he was struggling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, there's there was, and, and with his whole situation, there was a lot that went into that, too. You know, you talk about, like, this whole mental state that he was in, and how black people really feel about therapy you get what i mean like okay so as a community we look down on therapy i know a lot of people who probably should i mean you know i should probably go see a grief counselor but i haven't you know since since jules passed but you know for some reason i don't know what that's about for some reason as black people we don't really we shun away shun from going to see a counselor and dealing with the situations that we're really that we're dealing with and handling them in the way that we can continue to live life the way we need to. I think, oh, that's dope. Yes or not. I think really Reggie's thing with the counselor or the therapy was the fact that the school was just doing it so that like TY that he didn't sue the school or Yeah. Because I don't think they really cared. And I don't think he really took it seriously. I don't think he took it in terms of, oh, 
It's like, yo, F these white people. I ain't about this life. I'm Reggie. Y'all just do what y'all got to do to make sure I don't get You know? I get yeah. that. But I, yeah, I get that. I definitely get that. But I also do think that in the same in the same respect, you know, we don't take it serious anyway. No. And the show, I think, also did a good job highlighting that the therapists that are available to us oftentimes are not capable of true. you know mm-hmm. helping us within the nuances of our situation. So very true. Yeah. Right. Therapist from what's that show with Issa Rae? Should have oh, had yeah. that lady. She can sing you a song. <laughs> right. I am happy to see Reggie with Joel now. I do think that that will be Black. helpful for him and to see the narrative of Black love. Yeah, Finally, in the show. Their, oh my their God. relationship is healthy, and that'll be a good point. Mm-hmm. I love, I love you for pointing that out, Nicole. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right. I think they're going to make a great couple. <laughs> I do too. I just hate that he was playing her for so long, though. Right. Just, he was confused. You know what I mean? He was playing her without even knowing he was playing her, though. Yeah. Like how am I supposed to know if if it's not known to me? Like you don't make it known to me that we that you try to follow. Like, I, how... but I think the point was that he liked her too. But originally, he despite that he went with Sam first, and then he went with the white women, and then you know just kind of played her to the side. Facts. You're That's right. what I'm saying. Like, why the dark skinned woman gotta be last? You know, don't get me going there because I am the no, dark skin. Go ahead and go. I'll go there. Like, cool. like, like, you know, we, we get the, we, we're the, we're the last resort, you know, we get the, you're a pretty for a dark skinned girl. We get the, oh, you know, you, you would be pretty if the norm looked like you, but you're not. So don't even think about it. You know what I mean? Like, don't think too highly of yourself. And that's really what we get. And so I'm watching it play out and I'm feeling some type of way because it's like, nigga, if that's how you really felt, why don't you just go after what you really felt instead of, Doing what I don't know why he decided to go with Sam and then the white girl and and having sex with all these different girls and then come back to Joel like that really made me mad. Mm. I felt some type of way. So you know, like I'm saying, yes, I'm glad that they're together now, but but I'm kind of just like did all that. You should have did all that from the beginning. I just want to see the baby. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about these other guys out here. I love your chocolate self. Go ahead. Go ahead. But even even speaking about her relationships, when she was dealing with T King, right? Oh man, listen. Oh, the hotel. Oh, man. Yo, which that was probably so the funniest part of the whole season. That was so funny. Cause he oh, got me. I didn't even see it coming. I didn't even see it coming. I didn't either. But you know, I was all about him. I was like, yes. Soon as she said it, soon as she said, oh no. Oh no 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 no! Oh no! I knew it. I was like, oh, I know it now. That was so funny, though. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna lie. To you. I'm not gonna lie. He had some very valid points. Yes, absolutely. Keep proving them right, brother. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. It's wild though, because soon as soon as he like you know he had a lot of valid points, but then it started getting outrageous, and I didn't. I was like, yo, why is he wilding? But then when she put the label on him, I totally saw him in a totally different way. I was like, that's right. He is a hotep. Oh, <laughs> man. Dang. So I, I didn't know what a hotep was. I was like, what's that? Really? <laughs> okay. I didn't you know my Caribbean ass, you know. I don't know about that stuff. Like, what's this hotep stuff? You know oh, what, what also got me to, speaking of Caribbean people, when uh, Kelsey 
revealed that she was gay. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. No. And I liked, I think that's cool because it wasn't the central part of her character, a black gay girl. She's just, she's her quirky little, you know, weird self, but it just so happens, oh, you didn't know this whole time I'm I'm gay. <laughs> I like girls. <laughs> I thought that was really cool the way they did that. That was, that was really good. You know, that made me think about a lot of the ways that they did the episodes this time. They did a lot more introspection into the characters, mm-hmm. and you got a lot more about who they were. Yeah. You no, know, did that. Yeah. I think we needed that. Speaking of Kelsey, so babe, is that is that a thing as Trini? Like the stuff, the things that she was saying as nah, as being know, a Trini. Man, you heard my mama and that crazy stuff she was talking about. <laughs> might be true. I don't know. Because like she can't come out to them and and talk about oh I'm this, you know I'm I like women and things like that. That's, That's the something. Caribbean thing in general. Yeah. Oh okay. Caribbeans just don't do homosexuals. Mm-hmm. Not not at all. Yeah, you know. I've heard about that. But it's crazy because there's a lot of them that are, and yeah, it's weird because I don't know. In, ah, man, there's just there's a, a homosexual senator in the Virgin Islands. Really? And she's like, she was cool because she's great. You know what I mean? I like her. You know, she's she 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 fights. She not to not to sidebar for a, a quick second, but That's okay. So she is going through a lot of the struggles that people in our generation have in general. Not to mention she's she's gay, right? So first of all, she's in the legislature and the legislature is made up of you know, for lack of better words, good old white boys, even though they're not white. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they're fighting her tooth and nail to like advance any little piece of progress. It's just it's just a lot. But she's she's making she's doing good work she's working hard she's trying, but it it just you know reveals another struggle that we have to go through as people in this age group mm-hmm. of Black America today is like you're not even fighting just white people you fighting older Black people mm-hmm. yeah I guess or people who are against your sexuality right. as well that's interesting sorry for the sidebar hmm. no that's cool because us Black folks in America aren't even we don't even know a lot of that stuff but we should yep. You definitely should. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. However, the hotel, like I would. <laughs> 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 oh gosh! Uh, man, I, I was I was excited about the introduction to a new character. I was like, "Yo, this uh, this dude is okay. Okay, he's kind of on to something." I was like, "Wait, T King? He's smart as heck." And the fact that she thought he was a white guy because she was like, "I'm giving these white boys a run for their money, right?" Right. And he ended up being a. Black guy, super woke, right? <laughs> With a little bit of Scientology behind his ass. Like, it was... <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I like some of the things that he was saying. Yeah. However, growing up, though, I don't know if you remember this, Derek, but we, we were around a lot of hotels. I didn't know that it was the, the title that they gave them. You I know what I'm saying? What? Khalid? Khalid? Uh, uh, Yadu? Yeah, I do like all of them already. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should change my name to Inkechi, huh? No, just... <laughs> Too soon. Oh, God. oh my goodness. But yeah, like we were around that my like pretty much my entire life. Any of a lot of my dad's friends were, I guess, quote unquote hope tech type of guys. And to me, the stuff that he was saying. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I was like, yes, preach. 
I liked him. I was like, well, at least he knows that he's supposed to treat her as a queen. She's not property. She's not this. She's not that. And I, I like that. But, you know, and then she labeled him and then it changed the dynamic of what he was saying and what he was about. And I think that kind of that ruined it for me. And I was like, dang, the label made it something totally different. But before the label, if you were listening to what he was saying, I agree with everything he was saying. Well, it, it was um, cool when it was just the two of them. But when he right. started, the, it was the way he was interacting with everybody else that that kind of threw me off. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. when she started putting it all together, like Nicole said, like I saw it, I was like, oh, oh, no. Yeah, oh. he was saying a few things. And, and people people that you put in that category of hotep, it's not, it's more than just the lit. There's more behind it than probably what they showed in this, in this show. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they took some liberties for it. But usually when you meet a hotep, they have all these very radical and progressive ideals about the race. And oftentimes they're very good. They're, they're for the advancement of our people, absolutely. But they can also be very oppressive to women. They believe that women have a certain place. Um, mm. They have no space for any other views of Black people. So all the different nuances of all those kids in that show, he's completely intolerable of. There is to be no homosexuality. There is to be no, you know, dating outside of your race. There is to be no, I, it's hard to even think of everything, but it, they can be very rigid to mm -hmm. a fault. Yeah. To a fault. Yeah, man. That fundamentally sounds like, this is going to sound terrible, but like, like I said, fundamental is a key word. Mm -hmm. A black Republican. A, a black will, Republican? Yeah. About it. Think about it. I can I can get down with that. I, I was sitting with a lot of black Republicans over the weekend, and uh, I can definitely agree with you. <laughs> Fundamentally, that sounds exactly like a black problem because Republicans are usually they have good ideas. It's just they way too far. Yeah. They take too far. You know what I'm saying? And then their views are so strict. It's like, oh man, you sound like you're describing a, a black Republican. He's more <laughs> black people, but he's just the Republican version of a black person. <laughs> And they're intolerable of, of anything beyond what they believe. I guess. How that sounds. Hoteps are very interesting because I think I was reading something after I watched the episode that they think that they believe that white people came from us. They were the children that came from us. And were that... passed out because they were, had albinism. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dr. Cress Welsing postulates that in her research and the, the way she approaches race relations. Was it ever um, the ISIS papers. It's the most boring book I've ever read, but it, it like it's written very academically. But she just has all of these ideas about why white people hate and have been so oppressive toward us, and mm -hmm. why we need to be more aggressive in the way we, you know, try to change relations in this world. She doesn't. She doesn't like put forth violence or anything but she just she don't take no mess if you ever heard him speak it's very blunt it's very like it's just really aggressive but it's a good book to read but yeah that's that's a lot of her her research right there and weren't you were you talking to me the other day about yeah there was this, this lady <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm gonna get off this tangent because we, we went definitely seriously tangent but I no, was talking right now. We're so ho-tapping. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was talking to uh, this this lady who is a black Republican, and mm -hmm. she is from her 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 mom is from Ethiopia, 
and um, she grew up in Alabama. And mm. she was telling me that from the stuff that she learned as she was growing up, um, she came to the realization that we needed to apologize to white people. And so when she said it, it threw me off, right? It threw me off. As, but I was like, but you know me, I'm like, oh, well, well, tell me more. Like, why, why, why do you feel like that's the case? And so she was saying, yeah, they did all this stuff to us, but all the things that they have been doing for five, six hundred years has all been due to the fact that we casted, we casted them out tens of 20,000 years ago out of Africa. And they've been wilding out ever since. <laughs> and so we need to apologize to them to start the healing process. And I was like, that had to be the most hotep thing I have ever heard. She was a black Republican. <laughs> Yo, that's why I said, Mike, I can totally, I was over the weekend, I was chilling, with, like, and, and I understand, man, I, where are you coming from with how the, some of the hoteps definitely align with black Republicans? Like, it's real. That's crazy. He said that and my eyes got big and all I could think of was nigga. Like <laughs> you got to be kidding. <laughs> but but yes, T King was definitely a great interjection of a character into the mm-hmm. into the show. Um yeah. uh I w- I was really the, the the whole thing with with, with her and Gabe is it's just really on my nerves, fam. Like I don't know. <laughs> I knew it was all going to come to a head at some point, but I was like, uh, come on, can we get, can we fast forward past this part? Like, I'm over, I'm over this whole relationship between the two of them. They need to get their life together. Seriously. Well, why? Why are you over them? Why am I over them? I think they're just annoying, to be honest. I do. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even, like, I understand using the interracial relationship as another layer to the story but I feel like they're focusing too much on their relationship and not on the way it interplays into you know her her status on campus I'm just annoyed with the relationship it's not even like them it's just I agree it's annoying and I guess that's that's college, you know. Gabe <laughs> <So. laughs> is also a TA slash grad student. Yeah. Like, like, come on, bro. Yeah. That's not cool. Yeah. I didn't know he graduated. But, okay, so speaking of Sam and the fact that her social media life was getting played the entire time by a, what is he, Hispanic? Uh, yeah. More or less. <laughs> The gay Latino kid, yeah. <laughs> like, what's so What y'all think about that? <clears throat> I, I was interested to find out who it was, but I was laughing though about how hard she was going at, at <laughs> yeah. how hard she was going online. I said, like, man, yeah. I've definitely been there. I've been there, like going back and forth with somebody and being so caught up. Actually, my 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 uh person is is Mayor James Butts here in Inglewood. <laughs> him and I have definitely had spats on the internet. Like I can't help. I'll be like so so angry at some of the stuff, and I'll be like typing away. So I only, I totally understand the vibe of of like getting caught up in social media conversations. It'd be like, I be I be typing paragraphs, fam. Like it be it be real. <laughs> I literally just thought about you on the keyboard, like focus, sweating keys. It'd be on his phone, though. He'd be on his phone in the dark. 
<laughs> in the corner. <laughs> oh, probably coming upstairs. Hey, not right. <laughs> I didn't expect it was him though. If, I, I if I'm being real, I didn't see that coming. I, did not that. I like how they found out though. Like how he was, he saw the reflection in the in the background. I was like, oh, that's wow. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. What I like was what he said, you know, when he got caught. And it, it, it kind of brings me to some of the places where I feel like, right? Because, you know, I could damn near be a Republican. I just can't really get with how far right they go. But a lot of the things that he was kind of saying made sense, you know, yeah. it was about how the country's going and, and the way black people are. It is, and, you know, black people in general as a whole and some of the things we do. It's like, I, I get it. I just, you know... That stance and that approach, I just can't do that because as a black person, I would never do anything to hurt the actual race because all I'm doing is hurt myself. But he's not black, so you know. Right. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's very interesting because sometimes you think, I think our people think that we have this responsibility to our race to fit all of us into a into one boat so that we can conquer the white supremacy. But there's so many different values and points of view and ways of life that don't all have to be the same. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that everybody is entitled to live their life the way they want to and say the things that are true to them and speak their truth. But how do we find a way for everybody to be able to do that, but also fight white supremacy? Mhm. Mhm. So I'm hoping that this show helps us moving forward, or people moving forward, be able to recognize, like, okay, we get it. We don't all have to be a monolith, but you know, we know who the bigger monster is here. Mhm. Hmm. You know what? That brings me to a thought I had literally just earlier this afternoon, watching the um the whole Childish Gambino, this is America thing. Mm-hmm. Me and um, Lita were having a conversation. She's like, yeah, but people don't get with the fact that he has a white wife. Is a wife? Yeah. A girlfriend. Girlfriend, baby mom, somebody. Right. <clears throat> and I was like, yo, that, that's part of the thing that bothers me. And it goes right back to what you were saying, Nicole, about being a monolith, about like like black people. It's like, so, so we need, this guy is out here making a statement. He has a platform and he's making a statement in the defense of black people, right? Mm-hmm. Upset at the fact that he got a white girlfriend. It's like, why Why do you have to be black? You have to fit the qualifications to support black people. Yeah, yeah. but see, I, and, and I totally get that, but this kind of goes back to Joel and Reggie, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, so you defend me, right? You, you say that you, black women are this, black women are that. You speak highly. You but you speak- wouldn't choose me. Yeah, but you don't choose me. Yeah. Why am I not the chosen he one? He got there. He and chose I, It just took yeah, some time. But 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 <laughs> when we see these other men out here <clears throat> with women that are not from our culture. And I, I understand that. It it's it's awkward because on the one hand it's like, Lita, I think you're right. And I think our women have a right to feel that way because of the Kanye West of the world, because of the OJ Simpsons of the world, because of light-skinned Aunt Viv, right? We have a right to feel that way because time and time again, it has been shown, or it, it's an, like an aspiration for a Black man to get out here and find him 
an either a light skin wavy or a white woman who, you know, fits the bill and that's like a trophy. And I say this as a light skin girl with light eyes. Don't get me wrong. I know <laughs> I know I fit in the category. But I think that if our if on the larger scale and I say this as a woman who's dated black men in the community, knows a lot of black men and has had these conversations. If on a larger scale, more of the time our men chose us, it wouldn't be as much of a big deal. Right. Mm-hmm. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. But it always feels like we're the last resort. Right. Right. Or we're the, we're doing the beginning. And then when, things get better for you we're we're not even we're not even in the running you know so it's 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 i'm i'm all for love who you love right that that's cool but man the the it's just difficult to think about how you can just you you're all about me and you think you speak so highly of me but you will not choose me Mm. Mm. yeah interesting i don't know but so that but but so we're talking about the um the alt right guy, you know. Oh How about God. the alt um their right, right people? Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Get away from me, colonizer. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. That was so wow. Crazy. Like the things that they were saying. You know, I think the thing that bothers me the most about that is they don't a lot of the things they just speak and say whatever they want to say without any facts and without any statistics you know they just say they're just saying whatever they want to say they're giving their opinion about something and I think what they didn't really understand is that the things that um, Sam was saying on their white people had statistical you know meaning and background to it and and they didn't and they don't see the stats they don't see you know the percentages and the quantifying they just see her speaking quote unquote her truth right i think that they could do the same thing but it's just it blew my mind i I literally had to stop it in the middle of them recording in the studio Mm -hmm. to catch my breath like what the hell am i listening to like like what are you saying right now so i don't know and I, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to sit here and think about some of the things that they said. Um, I was going to say shout out to Kid Fury being on the show. Oh like, yes, that's my I guy. love Kid Fury. He yes. was one of the three gay um, mm-hmm. friends that she had. But um, I know one of the big things that they that is is a sentiment of that side, and they they did say it at one point is you know well if there was a White History Month or. Oh you know, God. something like that. Everybody would be upset. If there was a white ET or a WET to to counter BET, everybody would be so mad. And that's what <laughs> people have that sentiment say a lot. But they don't understand that every day is white history day. <laughs> every other network is white <laughs> entertainment television. <so. laughs> They don't understand. They don't understand that. But that's white people and their entitlement, in my opinion. You get what I'm saying? Like, one thing is privilege, the other part is entitlement. Like, they just, they do and say whatever they want to say. As you, go ahead, Nicole. Oh, no, I wasn't about to say anything. As you bring that up, it makes me think of when Troy and Reggie were out there 
smoking up with the boy who's he is a cross of white privilege and nepotism. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's who made me think of as you say white privilege, and he was kind of ex- exactly doing that. But I appreciate the fact that they were able to have very real conversations mm-hmm. about like race yeah because you know that's something that doesn't happen at all or not enough where you have a very real conversation just in general with with a white person about white people's roles and and black people's feelings and black people's roles and you know it was kind of nice to see that happen on screen even though they were connecting it was still like as soon as he left it was like yo he's still a white motherfucker though he just don't get it all (laughs) But it was nice, though, to see that someone was still trying to understand it and get it, and they were having an open dialogue. Right. Yeah. But why do people like the mirror being put up to their faces? They just don't. Like, the moment you try to tell them, um, okay, so here's what you're doing. That's the problem for a lot of people. For almost an entire race, they're like, <gasps> no way! It's like this denial that they have. Yeah. Well, it's, it's because in their entire life, there has never been a mirror. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, there's been a mirror, but there's been a deliberate effort to make it seem like white is right, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you, though. You're, yeah, you're right. Their, their ancestors know what they did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Derek was having a really good conversation with me and then subsequently with Avery the other day about allies. There are some white people that are very well-intentioned that mm-hmm. they try hard to champion the voices mm-hmm. of black people as opposed to be the white savior because there's a complex in that that's not well-intentioned even though they think it is. Mm-hmm. And so you have to think to yourself when you have friends, are they allies? Like, would you call that person a friend? And the question Derek was asking was, if you have a white friend and you're out with that white friend, whether it be with family or just in the world, would that person say to you, you know what? They're racist, so we you might want to be careful about how yeah. you deal with them. Or, you know, if you're out with their family and their family begins to be- behave in racist manners, would they ultimately stick up for you or look out for you, or would they not? And mm. I think that's a really important way to, you know, that's a, that's a good barometer to use when thinking about who are our friends and who are just acquaintances. Yeah, because that, that was the basis of the conversation was about how to categorize the people you have around you. Like some people are people you know, some people are your acquaintances, some people are your friends. But when it comes to white people being your friend, like there's some criteria that you have to set up for yourself to make sure that you can trust them in that type of way. And, you know, just off top, just for anybody, you don't have to trust people just because you know them. Like people have to earn that trust. But, you know, I was telling her for me, because she asked me if I had any white friends, and I told her, well, well honestly, no, <laughs> I, I don't, not really. I have white, white acquaintances, but there's a level that a threshold that people have to meet with me um, because the history of white people is not something that has been uh, beneficial for people who look like me. Yeah, Langston, you said it very well. You know, how am I supposed to believe you when you keep showing me that I cannot trust you? So it, I think it's, I, I do like that guy. I don't remember his name, the guy that runs Pastiche. I'd be interested to see if his character develops any further as an ally for them, because he does have a lot of power in the right. next season. Yeah, absolutely. He it too, though. Yeah, you know, exactly. All the tickets to yeah. get in there 
the show. Exactly. And that's allyship. That right there is allyship. So I, I think that's what's that. Mm-hmm. So it's like I kind of like him. Yeah. And I take it back. I have one white friend. <laughs> Molly Cat. That's right. That's right. Molly Cat, if you listen to this, you know, I know you were listening. You heard me say I don't have any friends. You were you were appalled. I'm telling you, you're my, you're my white friend, Molly Cat. So don't worry about it. She was listening and she was salty. She's like, what? <laughs> All right. Unfollow. <laughs> Unfollow. <laughs> I know, I know you're one white friend, so I'm like, she, she, they trust her enough to leave my nieces with her, yes. so I'm cool. I'm cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> she was definitely about to follow you now, bro. Watch the kids too. Oh no, nah, we out. Of but no see, more vacations. But see, Molly's an ally, so I think she would understand where that comes from. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. all good. It's all good. It's all money. I wonder what that's like for them as the yeah. people. You know what I mean? It's like what 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 do they think? What do they feel? Like I really would want to have a conversation with with them. I think them. Gabe's conversation with Sam kind of went into that. Mm. You know, whereas he was saying, "Here I am, using my white privilege to help further your agenda." You're mad at me. Because you think I have the white savior complex. You know nah, what? let me be real. I don't think what he was doing was to help. I don't think, I think by proxy, it, does, it did help to a certain extent, but I don't really understand where he was going with it. I think he was, he wasn't over her. And that was his way of, and she mm. said that. Because I was having a hard time. This didn't seem. Authentic. It didn't. It didn't seem authentic at all. Because before this, Gabe had no. Aside from Sam, he had no ties to bettering the black community. Like it, it just didn't seem. He called the cops. Man, once you go black, you ain't called the cops. He's definitely not an ally. He definitely called the cops. You know, he didn't think twice about that. Right. And, like, and it felt like what he was doing was one out of guilt, and two just out of. Him trying to still immerse himself in her world. That's why I love you, Nicole. Because I was about to say that, and you just took the words. Right I'm moment. sorry. No, no, no. I said I love you. But I mean, they do. If it's well received by the perpetrators and the oppressors, and they they get a point of view from it, is it really bad? Yeah, you're in. Matter. Yeah. This a, well, this is a good question because Rachel Dolezal was the president of the NAACP in Spokane, Washington. She was. Exactly. However, now we already know how I feel about her. Now. I know. I know. But under that same reasoning, if things were moving forward, because there were some people in that documentary that said they didn't see things move the way they moved until she got there. Exactly. So if she was moving things forward under that same reasoning, does it matter? That goes back to my premise of why do you have to fit a certain criteria to fight the black fight? Here's the, here's the problem with the Rachel Dolezal example, though. She was calling herself black. That 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 is the the, the part that is like ah, it's a step too far. It's a step right, too far. You can be, you can get you can things. Be an ally. You, you're the ally, and you're you don't have to be black. You can get things done and accomplished, and you don't have to be black. Well, yeah, she took it a step too far, but at the end of the day, she was still advancing the agenda. 
she, getting things done. She was, but she and then she kept using her sons as the pawn. Like that bothered me. Mm-hmm. And what the one of the young ladies said, and we, we can bring this back around because listen to the other episodes, you guys, to hear about our feelings about Richard Dozal. Yes. Um, <laughs> Please do that. Um, episode four. There are there are plenty of us that are out here fighting hard, mm-hmm. tooth and nail, that are not getting the notoriety that a Gabe or a Rachel Dolezal would get. Mm-hmm. So how is it okay that the message is palatable from them, but we're out here saying the same thing and living it to its full extent, and it's not palatable from us? At the end of the day, what does it matter? As long as the message is received, how, what does it matter if it's palatable from us or not? Because is it really received? Is it really received if they can't hear it from us? Yeah. I feel like this goes back to a conversation I was having with with, with Lita a couple of days ago. And I was like, yo, one of the things we like to do is like cry about the way things are instead of looking at them and playing the game to 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 win. You know, it's like if it takes them to get the message received, let it be received by them. You do what you got to do and put those people in the places so that your message is spread. That, that's what I'm saying. That the thing is, though, with that, Mike, is moving forward, if they are not there, then the message can't be received. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the problem. All you're doing is planting seeds, man. It's a small, it's a, it's a long process. It's a very and long process. One of the things, this is kind of a fundamental part of this issue. One of the things we're fighting for is to be seen as equal. Racially, intellectually, economically, like, like we, we want to be seen as equal. So if you can't listen to me, but you can listen to her, that's an issue. That's literally the underpinning of the issue. I, I literally just said the same thing. I'm telling you, I'm hurting. My people are suffering. And here is my idea as to how we can move this forward. But Gabe gets up and says the same thing I just said. And now all of a sudden everybody wants to move i get what you're saying yes let's move let's move but that's part of the problem and i'm I'm not saying that we should just sit back and cry about it we definitely have to keep moving and we will we do but that is part of the problem so Mm -hmm. i feel like in that same regard why don't we use that voice the allies to help people recognize our voices you know what i'm saying if we do when they talk have them put us on a pedestal and recognize us. Mm-hmm. That's what we hope. that, that And that's the true definition of an ally. That's what we hope right. that they will do. Yeah. yeah. It goes right back to what I'm saying. You you know the rules of the game. Play the game to win. Mm-hmm. If, that, yeah. if those are the rules that you, you want to be heard as an equal, but they listen to them over us, have them speak for us to get us where we need to be so that we I, can speak for ourselves. I think we need a couple more allies then. Yeah. And not only that, I just, I just don't want us to get comfortable with that being the way we talk. Mm-hmm. At some point, like it, it needs to be gotten across. Like the point needs to be gotten across that you no, know, you need to just be listening to everybody. Mm-hmm. Like we all need to have a a a, a, a say in this whole thing. Yeah, we have to be listening to each other. You know what I'm saying? I just so so I if we're, if we're gonna give it to it like I, like I would give it to a Molly Cass because that's what my, Molly's really good at that. Like she will check, she will check a white person quick. <laughs> No, 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 no. Because not only just for wipers, but she, on behalf of women and people of color, she will check people every single time. And I appreciate her for it because she will stop a meeting in the middle of everything that's going on. It doesn't matter what the progress of the meeting is to check like, nah, nah, that wasn't cool. And we need to go back 
And we need to to make sure that it's understood that we can't let that happen again. Like I, I appreciate when those types of things happen. Yeah. Except for when it happens to me. <laughs> I'm, joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Point. I didn't say play to a draw. I said play to win. When you play, your agenda is progress. Not playing to a draw is when people get comfortable and from that's the message. No, playing to win is for your message to be heard from your voice. That's winning. That's okay. Wrong. I'm not saying play to a draw. Okay. I I, I, I give with that. I can definitely give with that. Yeah, but, but Gabe had his own agenda. Like, <clears throat> and it was to get back at Sam. That's exactly. all that was. Yeah. It wasn't for the to black people. <laughs> Speaking about Gabe had an agenda, did you see that little cutscene at the end where he paused the video? Like, oh, he's about to use it now? Like, yeah, that was creepy, man. I was like, what's that about? Why are you watching the video so many times? And this is a creep. Action at the very end. Are you watching something? He's obsessed. He's a creep, yep. It is creep life. Yeah. That's the, that's the point at which I would be like, oh, no. He, he might pull out, you know, a Swiss Army knife. Mm-hmm. Break a bottle and, and threaten me. <laughs> so and not threaten you and threaten himself. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna kill myself. myself. We can't be together. We can kill myself. Mm-hmm. That's what's coming. Yeah, we're gonna deal. We're gonna have to deal with this show. They're gonna deal with suicide next. I think. <laughs> but I say, look, let's let's talk about Lionel. Yeah, you know? I love Lionel. Yes. Oh, I love Lionel. I would like a T-shirt with Lionel. Lionel's hilarious. I love Lionel. He's like, you keep making these references that I have. <laughs> I love his social awkwardness. I know it's wonderful. Yo, Lionel's the truth, man. <laughs> Such a uh, breath of fresh air, like when he's on the scene. I love it. He is. His perspective is always something. It's always new. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I love, and I, and I will say, I like Brooke and her bossy ass. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Brooke, oh, yeah, the girl yeah, he yeah. was working with. Yeah. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, I fool with her. Uh, what, what's the, the, uh, the, the light skin, uh, the revolutionary dude? What's his name? Oh, I don't know his name. Let's go see who burned out. Davis, yeah, him. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's more comic relief, but I do like him. And Coco, her her season, her her story this season was different. Yeah, it was. I, I enjoyed her her story as well. I like Coco because she's the embodiment of what I said about playing the win. Yeah. Yes. I I can definitely see that. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like by any means necessary. Right. <laughs> she recognizes what it is she needs to do, and the fact that her voice is not heard, so she puts herself in positions so that she can get her voice heard through other. You know, she she plays to win. I think, under, unfortunately, I, th- I agree with you, Mike. But I think Coco's fault is that she's just using people, though. She's this is not like a kind <laughs> a kind game she's running, and I don't know if, if that's. If that's kind of how it has to be, you know, to work that way. But I think Coco just kind of uses people. Yeah, it's a very selfish. She's not doing it for for the agenda. She's doing it for herself. If you take a page out of her book and use it for the agenda. See, I don't know. I don't know because now yeah, she's look. a reverse Rachel Dozo. Uh, I'm <laughs> Listen, when she's talking to, I guess, her mom on the phone, like she is, she wants to be so detached from that, from that life. Yeah. Like she, she hates it. She's on the phone and her mom's talking about, you know, so-and-so just had another baby and this happened and she's screaming in the background, girl, I gotta go. Okay, mom, I'll talk to you later. Like her mom is hella hood. 
like she just Third. she just she doesn't want to be associated with it. But if you listen to what she said about her mom, she came to the school so that she could do everything that wasn't provided to her mom, uh, denied to her mom. You know, she mm-hmm. once she had a little flashback about her when she was about to do the little uh procedure with her daughter. Uh-huh. You know, she had that flashback. She said, "This is why she's this way. This is why she's doing those things because she's trying to get all the things." That weren't afforded to her mom or denied to her mom. And her, yeah, she she's definitely playing legacy. Like she she is playing the long game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel you on that. Yeah. And I appreciate that we got to see some of her more human side when she went home with uh, mm-hmm. Sam for the funeral. That I think that was necessary too. And her and homie getting getting close to each other. It's like I would have that whole situation. They never would have even gotten to know each other like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Wow, not True. Yeah. But we just kind of brushed over Lionel. Like, I know. I'm sorry, Lionel. Yeah, like I like I love Lionel. First of all, his his whole character dynamic is amazing because he's this awkward black guy. Oh, <laughs> this awkward black guy. <laughs> and he's gay. And he wants to be monogamous gay, but apparently in a gay community, it's there's really it it's not how it goes. And he's got his school. <laughs> yeah, at his school, right? But I don't know. Is that is that the community? Because every gay person that I know has not been in a monogamous relationship. And I'm not saying that it doesn't exist, but just from my experience and the conversations I've had, gay friend. So like, it's he he's his whole dynamic is interesting because he wants monogamy. He wants to be this writer. He the way he sees his life is not what the reality is for him. And I, I that makes me feel so bad for him because I really like him. Man, Lionel is the Charlie Brown of the show, man. Definitely the Charlie Brown. Yeah. He cannot win for losing. Lucy keep taking the ball. I, <laughs> so like quiet and soft, but yet still so powerful and meaningful. Mm-hmm. You know, like, for instance, if you look at, uh, there's an episode where they're having a black caucus meeting with Coco saying something, and I don't remember what it is, man, but he just had, like, a, a clip of something that was just ready to go immediately supporting the cause, and it was like, dude, you know, like, why are you just so so ready? And it was, like, something that was, it would have helped in a big way, you know? Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was, but I know there was an episode where he was playing, you know, his typical minor character role off to the sidelines, and Coco said something about something. It was the conversation with um, Angela Simmons' character, and um, Angela Simmons. Angela Simmons is not in this, Lita. <laughs> it's not Angela Simmons. Who was her name? Oh, you right. It's the girl. <laughs> That's my. Angela Simmons looking like you. Angela Simmons is not in this show. <laughs> Sorry, guys. She's not in. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But it was the conversation between her and um, all about Chris. What's his real name? Oh yeah, I don't even know his name. So that was a clip that he had. Right. Ready. It was that. something. He just. He just like. He's such a minor, major character. It's so mm-hmm. crazy because he's like he's in the background, and then he just is like, boom. Here's this piece of information yeah. that'll solve solve every problem in the world. He's definitely best supporting actor. Right. For sure. Yeah. He- because you you need his character to keep the story going forward. Because other than that, it would take so long to get to the other parts. Mm-hmm. Like like he he definitely speeds helps the 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 narrative speed forward. Like he keeps the pace of the show. You yeah. know what I mean, so I I definitely appreciate his character mm-hmm. and like the relationship that he has with all he he is he 
in, in a way, he reminds he is the the most popular unpopular person at the school. <laughs> right. Very true. Right. Everybody knows him, but nobody knows him. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Very true. Mm-hmm. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. You know, and then there's Brooke, you know, no means no. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> Yo, that, that was funny. But it, it's in the other room. No means no. <laughs> <laughs> the walls are thin, man. <laughs> So, so you guys, and this might be where we can probably end, right? Because we're coming up on an hour. So, yeah. like, do you guys think that there are true secret uh, black secret societies? I'm glad you said that because I want to talk about it. Yeah, Dude, black secret societies. I'm a part of one, so yeah. <laughs> oh, way to go! Way to go! Without the society, no, secret, no longer secret. Secret is the word. You're part of a secret society. <laughs> He's over here, like giving you guys the one eye, one eyebrow, like oh, it's uh, only me. <laughs> just went quiet because he says something out loud. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you there? You still there? <laughs> no, I mean, but of course there are. Yo, of course there are. Have to be just yeah. like how there, the like a set amount of people that run the world. They have to be black secret societies working in the shadows. I just feel like, you know, I sound like a, a conspiracy theory person, but if you just think about it logis- logically, it has to be. Even statistically, it just it just has to exist. So there are a lot of Papa Pokes down there somewhere. Pop- yeah. From scan. I, I, don't, I don't know if it has to go as deep as a Papa Poke, though. Like, <laughs> I mean, because that, that takes it to a whole other level. Because, you know, he, he plays the game on a whole different level yeah. than yeah, any does. other character you've ever seen. But but there are there there definitely is a history of groups of black people who have helped to usher along um, the progress of folks. You know what I mean? Like like Jack and Jill is out in the open, but if you really start to dig into what Jack and Jill and, and the folks who have been affiliated with have have actually been able to accomplish, we're like, oh wow, that's wild. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, even even you know we we have these black Greek organizations. And yes, you can read on the website the different things that they stand for. But when you start to look at uh, the, when you look at things like the Harlem Renaissance and all the all the players that were involved, and the affiliations of those party of people, I mean, over in the history of our our folks, like these these groups have come together, done their part to usher things forward, and 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 have moved on. Now, does that mean that? they have legacies that carry on and people pick up the torch and it's all part of this whole larger thing. I don't know. That's a really good point. I haven't been tapped to be a part of one, but uh, if I, if, if ever I do become a part of one, uh, I'll, I'll uh, probably not let you know. I was about to say, because they're not about to let you know. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know they're going to find this recording. They're not about to let you know. <laughs> well, I'm not about to find. It's going to be easy to find. It's, it's public okay. information. But what I will say is, I wish that there was, um, when it got to the last episode, right, I wish there was more about the the secret society member or whoever they saw in that cave. Mm-hmm. I, I wish it was more that I knew about him, you know what I mean? Or if his face popped up before. This point. is why you have to watch next season. They have ensured their funding for the future. Right. Uh, they did a good job setting that up. It was like Shonda Rhimes on crack with that, except for a whole season instead of. 
And you know it takes a whole year until we actually it watch it. It's so annoying to me. I can't stand that. Right. This is why until all seasons are out, so I can binge it and I have to <laughs> watch it a year ago. Like watch yeah, the whole again, the whole season again. Yeah. Stop it, man. Same thing with series of books, man. I wait for them to be finished before I read them because <laughs> ain't nobody got time to read a whole thousand page book again just to read the next one. Like, I hear you. Well, we're gonna wrap it up there, folks. Because um, I, I think this was a very good conversation about. I, I told you, Deeds, we capture it all. I told you. Yeah. You no, know, with all four of us on, this was good. Yeah, I think it was good. So yeah. watch it. Definitely watch it. Start from season one, guys. Don't get lazy. Watch the movie first. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I was about to say, watch the movie first. Then watch the sh- season one, then watch season two. And I promise you'll enjoy it. It was. It's definitely been a good experience for me. I was talking to mom earlier. She said she couldn't get into it, but I inspired her to actually try it again. Yeah. Couldn't get into it. Yeah. Because she's um, a different generation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of pop culture references that I, I think folks of older generation might not get. Not right. to mention a lot of experiences that she will never go through or understand, you mm-hmm. know, being right. black in college in um in a college now. Right. Facts. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for this one. Um we're gonna have to get together because there's other things that I, I think I know I've watched. I don't know if you have watched. I think uh This is America. Did you see that? Yeah, we just watched it actually before we got on here. Uh yeah, so we're gonna have to get on another time and actually, you know, debrief on that joint. Mm-hmm. You know, because there, there's a lot that came with that. I, I think it was great that it happened to get Kanye to F out of here. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's coming to clean the palace, you know what I'm saying? He was too loud. Too loud. <laughs> he was. He was. Guy coming in the room screaming. He's, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh till we come together again. Yes, you guys take it easy. Indeed, take it easy. Love you. Love you too. Later. Peace. The podcast you just heard was recorded with Anchor. If you want to make your own, download the Android or iOS app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast. That's anchor.fm slash podcast.